Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 13th, 2022. On this podcast, I share the word of God with you on a daily basis. And in most cases, I teach series, right? So I know that you're not going to get something the first time I share it with you. You're probably not going to get it the fifth time. You may not even, the light may not even come on until part 15, right? So I take my time. I'm in a series right now entitled God's Grace and Our Faith. Everything God does for us, he does it by grace. Everything that we do in response to the grace of God, we're supposed to do it by faith. And we're learning how to live that way. I call it the grace life. This is part 55 of this series. Part 55. Why? Because I'm building line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, adding to the word of God on a daily basis, teaching you in a way that is methodical. And so as we're going through the word of God in a way that makes sense, we we have to believe some of the things of God don't make sense, but I could present it to you in a way that makes sense. And so I'm presenting you the word of God. I'm building my case. I'm showing you what the word of God says. I'm teaching you about the grace of God. Your understanding of God's grace is growing. Your understanding of your requirement to walk and live by faith is growing. And so you are developing, you're getting to the point where you can actually open up your heart to believe and receive what God believes about you, that you see yourself the way that God sees you. You walk over to the mirror now and say, you know what, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. You're embracing this grace. You're living by faith. You're not moved by what you see. You're only moved by what God said. You're not moved by what's happening down here. You're only moved by what's happening up there. The title of today's message is Dead to the World. You are living by faith. You're believing God for grace, and you're dead to the things of this world. Oh, man, this is going to be a good message. Get ready to receive. All right, I'm about to get into the word for this morning. I see that uh, Jerome, one of my friends, Jerome, put in the chat that he's growing in God. You can put that in the chat. Put in the chat whatever. Like, you know, what what are you learning in this series? Like, what is being a blessing to you? Has the light come on for you? Are you learning? Are you growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ? Provide me some feedback in the chat. I I like to read that those comments. And, uh, you know, it's a blessing to me as I'm seeking to be a blessing to you. So we've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17 in this series. And then we've been going through the book of Galatians little by little. And now we're in Galatians chapter six. Yesterday, we looked at verses 12 and 13. Today, we're going to look at Galatians chapter six and verse 14. And we're going to look at it from four translations. And because I want us to really get an understanding of what Paul is saying when he's saying we're dead to the world and the world is dead to us. And so let's get into it for this morning. Be ready to receive This is what the Bible says, John 1 and 14. The word became flesh and he, the word, Jesus, dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, the Bible says, full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses. Those rules given on tablets of stone and then 600 plus more rules were given later. Um, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we have this new, we have this new covenant of God's grace. God has ushered us into a dispensation of God's grace, and we have to get an understanding of this grace so we can live the grace life and be the men and women that God has called us to be. Galatians 6 and 14, this is something I'm going to be teaching on today. So because this is a new verse to you, 
uh, in this series. I'm going to read it to you from four translations. All right, so Galatians 6 and 14 from the Passion Translation. The Bible says, my boast is in the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus, our Messiah. I, in him, I have been crucified to the natural realm. And the natural realm is dead to me. And this world no longer dominates my life. That's good. That's good teaching right there. The easy to read version says, I hope I will never boast about things like that. The cross of our Lord Jesus Christ is my only reason for boasting. Through Jesus's death on the cross, the world is dead to me. Say that. Say the world is dead to me and I am dead to the world. You can put that in the chat. The world is dead to me and I am dead to the world. The Message Bible says, for my part, I'm going to boast about nothing but the cross of our master, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of the cross, I have been crucified in relation to this world. I have been set free from the stifling atmosphere of pleasing others. Oh my God. This, 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 this says, you know what? Me trying to please others, that is so tiring, like so stifling. Like living to please other people is exhausting. Oh, I'm free from that. And I'm free from fitting into the little patterns that the world dictates. I'm not worrying about other people. I'm dead to me. I'm dead to this world and this world is dead to me. And so, and then in the contemporary English version, the Bible says, but I will never brag about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his cross, the world is dead as far as I'm concerned. And I'm dead to the world as far as the world is concerned. So I am dead to the world and the world is dead to me. You got it? So what does this mean for you today? You're like, well, Rick, hey, look, I live in this world. What do you mean I'm dead to the world? You know, what do you mean the world is dead to me? I live in this world. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I, I, calm down. I got you. I'm explain it. All right, so we're going to go through a bunch of stuff today. And as we do, I want you to open up your heart to receive. This is where I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions, right? But you're dead to the world and the world is dead to you. I'm going to explain it. Many of you are already saying that you're, you're putting this in the chat. You're saying this by faith. You're getting ready to receive. Open your heart to what God is about to say. You ready? Number one, the only thing, so there's two things basically in, in, in uh, Galatians 6 and 14 that the apostle Paul says. And so I'm going to give you these two things and we're going to talk about both. So the first one is that the only thing I have to boast about is Jesus and what he's done for me, right? So the only thing I have, if I'm going to boast in anything, I'm going to boast in Jesus and what Jesus has done for me. Put that in the chat. My only boast is in the Lord. I don't have any other boast. I'm not going to take credit for anything. I'm going to give God the glory. If there's any boast that I have, my boast is in the Lord. It's not about me. It's all about him. So in this series, we've been studying the differences between the old covenant and the new covenant, the old Testament, and the new Testament. And so we've been studying God's grace and our faith and, and how like the grace of God and the faith of man applies to the old covenant and then the new covenant. And under this new covenant, you got to understand. So under the old covenant, I've told you a bunch of times that under the old covenant, the spotlight was on man. And it was all about man working for God. So the spotlight was on man and what man did for God. Under the new covenant, the spotlight is on God and what God has already done for us. And so now, so under the old covenant, since the spotlight was on man, it was performance-based, say performance-based. It was performance-based because the spotlight was on man and the goal was to get man to the end of himself. 
The goal was to show man that we're not good enough. The goal of, of the rules, the rules are perfect. We're not. The, the point of the rules was to show us that we can't comply with them. And so, so the spotlight of the old covenant performance base was to show us your performance will never be good enough. And now under the new covenant, we have this grace saying, although you're not good enough, I'm going to use you despite your performance. It's not based on your performance. It's despite your performance. And I will use you for my glory because I love you because I'm a good God. And so now the spotlight is on God and what he's already done for us. So now my life is not performance-based. My life is grace-based. So the emphasis is on what God, on God and what he's already done for me. Say grace-based. All right? So now, if um, I understand this new covenant, and if I understand that my life is not performance-based, and if I understand that my life is now grace-based, then I have nothing to boast about. Because what do people boast about? People boast about their performance. So if my life is not about my performance, I have nothing to boast about, right? So I'm, live, I'm, I'm in this world, but I'm no longer living like this world. So in this world, what do they do? They boast in their performance. Like you, you, you meet somebody, hey, man, how you doing? And you know, or let's say guys, guys are really good at doing this. Somebody on the plane. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's your name? Hey, what's your name? And you shake hands. What do you do? What do you do? got a business card? Yep. This is what I do. Yeah. This is what I have. This is my position. This is my title. Let me tell you what I've accomplished. Let me. Why? Because in this world is all about performance. It's performance based. This world, people boast in their performance. Look at what I did. Dun, dun, dun. Look at my numbers. You know, look at what we're doing. All of this stuff. This world is all about performance. It's performance-based. In this world, people are drawing attention to themselves. In this world, they're doing everything that they can to shine. In this world, they, they want to say, look at my performance. Therefore, I'm shining because of my performance. And so this is how the world functions. And I'm not, I'm not mad at the world. We just got to understand that that's how the world functions. But once you're born again and you're in Christ and Christ is in you, the, the Bible actually says you're supposed to be hidden in Christ. And so once you're hidden in Christ, then now I'm, I'm resting in God. And if I'm going to shine, God is going to make me shine. If I'm, if I'm going to be exalted, God is going to illuminate the work of my hands. If I'm going to have a good name, God is going to make my name great. I'm not trying to make my name great. God is going to make my name great. And let me tip, here's a testimony. God has made my name great. Rick Pena, I have a great name, but not because of me, but because of God. See, when, when, you, when you submit yourself unto God, you're not trying to make your you're not trying to be a self-made man. You're not trying to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. You're not trying to make anything happen. You are resting in God. God is, oh, glory to God. You're like, I am who God says I am. And God will raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. And so, so you're gonna walk with God. God is gonna walk with you. And this type of success, it boils down to Jesus. This type of success is all about God and what God has done for you. And when you get to that point, your only boast is in the Lord. You're not boasting in yourself. Your only boast is in Jesus and what he's already done for you. So when, you, when God starts to use you like this and God starts to exalt you and elevate you and favor you, please don't get the big head. Oh my God. Don't think it's about you because it's not. So, so when, 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 yeah, when God starts to elevate you and exalt you, Please don't think it's about you. Remember, it's the Father who lives in you. He gives you the words. He performs the work. Therefore, you have nothing to boast about. Pride is never an issue. Pride is, is what will destroy your life. But pride is never an issue for a person who has nothing to boast about. Let me say that again. As a believer, we got to avoid pride. Put this in the chat. Pride is not my issue. So, so pride is never an issue for the person that is submitted to the grace of God. But if... 
if you submit to the, the grace of God, you'll remain humble. But if you if you think that you're the one doing it and you start boasting in the Lord, now you're, you're taking credit for what God is doing and that's a dangerous place to be. You never want to take God's credit. You never want to take God's glory. So when you live the grace life, you remain humble. Pride is not your issue and you, you know you have nothing to boast about. And this humility will keep you under the grace of God. If you remain humble, God will exalt you. But, but if you exalt yourself, God will humble you. Jesus said, I came down from heaven, not to do what I want, but to do what God wants. So reminding yourself of this simple truth every day. You know what? I'm on this planet because God sent me to this planet. I mean, Isabella and I, we have this conversation all the time. Sometimes is you know, we, we might be doing something. It's like, I don't know. Should I still be doing this? Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Sometimes I don't feel like doing it. You know, should I do something else? Should we shut this down? Should we turn this off? Should we do this? Should we start this or whatever? Sometimes, you know, as a human, you're going to have feelings. And sometimes you don't feel like doing the will of God. And, and Isabella and I, we have to remind ourselves, hey, you know what? Our life is not our own. Our life was bought with a price. And so we have to say, okay, God, you are our life. I don't know. Like this is not, this is not, this is, this is not like a, a, a Sunday thing for me. This is not a Wednesday night thing for me. Jesus is my life. So we just be like, God, you, look, sometimes I don't feel like it, but God, you are my life. What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? And when you keep your life about God and what he wants, I'm, it's the grace of God. You will remain humble. You remain confident. God will favor you. God will grace you. He will bless the work of your hands. And when you do get promoted, when you do get exalted, when there is a ceremony with your name on it and your name is on the program and your picture is in there and people are showing up and they're going to take pictures and you're going get, to get acknowledged and all of this stuff and all of that in that moment, you deflect that glory right back to God. You say, God, I'm not a self-made man. I'm not here on my own. I didn't do this without you. I deflect the glory. First of all, I want to give glory and honor to God, who's the Lord of my life. It is in him that I live and I move and I have my being. And without God, I am nothing. I know that people are here to acknowledge me, but I need to acknowledge him. And if you live that way, if you live to deflect your glory, the glory right back to God, if you live that way, you're never going to take God's glory. Listen, this is the, this is what I understand. God gets the glory and we get the benefits. <laughs> and I like that arrangement. God gets the glory and we get the earthly benefits. So when your life is it's all about Jesus and you commit to him and commit to giving him the glory for everything that he does in your life, you will live an amazing life. It will be a life that far exceeds your wildest imagination. Why? God will keep elevating you, promoting you, exalting you, and favoring you. Why? Because the more he favors you, the more you give him the glory. The more he favors you, the more you give him the glory. The more he advances you, the more you give him the glory. And when God looks down and says, that son and that daughter, they want to give me glory, I'm going to keep giving them influence. I will elevate them, exalt them, promote them, advance them. Why? Because the more I bless them, the more glory they give me. And you are on this planet. Put this in the chat. I am on this planet to glorify God. I'm not on this planet to make myself a good name or to make myself to, to, to be all about me. No, I'm on this planet to glorify the God that sent me here. I live the grace life. My life is not about me. My life is all about him. And when you live this way, I'm telling you, God will expand your sphere of influence. You will live a life that is far beyond your wildest imagination, but it won't be you. It'll be all about him. Say amen to that. All right, glory. I felt the presence of God there. All right, number two. Here's number two. I only got two things. 
for you this morning. Number two, I am. this is what the text is teaching, Galatians 6 and 14. I am dead to the world and the world is dead to me. Let me explain this. Let me explain this statement because I don't want you to get it twisted. Oh, I don't want nothing from this world. I don't want, no, 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 don't. Let's, let's get into the text. Galatians 6 and 14, Paul said, I'm dead to the world. The world is dead to me. When the world is dead to you, this is what, what Paul was saying. I'm not trying to get validation from the world anymore, <laughs> right? My only validation comes from God. I'm not a man pleaser anymore. I'm not living for the approval of men. I'm living for the approval of God. I'm led by God's spirit every second of every day even if it means that I'm misunderstood, even if it means that people talk about me, even if it means that people don't understand what I'm doing, I'm not, I'm not seeking their approval and I'm not seeking their validation. I'm not asking their permission. I'm going to do what God told me to do. And I'm not, I'm not asking you to approve it. I'm not asking you to co-sign. I'm not asking you to listen. I don't need permission to be who God called me to be. I'm going to walk. I am dead to this world and this world is dead to me. And so when you are dead to this world, you are beyond the, the, the pressure to perform. You're not living with this pressure to perform because you're not comparing yourself to anyone else. In this world, this world is all about comparison. This world is all about keeping up with the Joneses. Like, like, oh, your neighbor got this car. Ooh, look at that. I need to get a new car. Like, oh, that such and such got a, a new house, a bigger house. Ooh, we need to go get a bigger house. And you know, such and such did, oh, look at those shoes, girl. Let me go get those. Listen, like, that's, that's worldly stuff. I mean, like, like you're living, when you are free to be who it is that God has called you to be, you, you're free from the pressure to perform. You're free from competitive jealousy. You're free from comparing yourself to other people. Listen, I'm, you're free from other people's opinions. Like, 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 oh my God, I'm dead to this world. This world is dead to me. And you're free from religious activity. I'm not doing stuff to try to get God to bless me. I'm not doing stuff. I dress the way I dress because that's how I want to dress. If I want to show up in church with a three-piece suit on and a tie and, and, and you know, some shiny shoes, that's cool. If I want to show up to church with some Jordans and a t-shirt and some jeans, then that's cool too. I, I'm not, I'm free. I'm free from other people's opinions. I'm free, I'm free to do whatever God leads me to do, however God leads me to do it. And I'm free from the mistakes of my past. I'm so free. I'm working on getting better every day by the grace of God, but I know that I'm not limited by my, by my performance. So I'm not living by performance-based religion. I'm not comparing myself to myself or to other people. I'm just, I am, I'm free to go be the man that God called me to be, the woman that God called me to be. The world is dead to me and, and, and I'm dead to this world. So I can be honest. I'm so dead that I can be honest about my weaknesses. Like Paul says, I can boast in my weaknesses. I can tell people and I tell them all the time, dude, I don't know if you know this. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the tallest. I'm not but you know what? God keeps blessing me and promoting me and advancing me and increasing me and favoring the work of my hands. You know why? It's the grace of God. Come on, man. It's not about me. It's all about God. See, I can boast in my weaknesses when, because I know that when I'm weak, then God makes me strong. When I cannot, then God can. He lives in, with, and through me. Embracing the grace of God, it frees you. And I pray that you get free this morning. If you're not free, matter of fact, let me just pray for you real quick before we're going to do the confession later. Let me just pray this prayer real quick for you. Father, I lift up every person that's on this call that are watching now live and those who will watch later. 
I pray that they would be free from competitive jealousy, from comparing themselves to other people and for, from living for, with the opinions of others. I pray, Father, that they would be disconnected and detached from their performance, that they would open up their heart to what you call them to be and, and do, that they would see themselves the way that you see them and they will walk in the fullness of their divine assignment, that they would not be moved by the things of this world, that they would only be moved by you. I pray this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. I say amen to that. Put that in the chat. I, I, I pray that you get free. Like you got to get free from people. When this world is dead to you, you're dead to the world. You're free. You're free to be led by the Holy Spirit in all things at all times. You are free to trust God. God is my source. I, listen, somebody says, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, you know, whatever. Like, oh, even a job. Oh, that job is not your source. That business is not your source. You're free. You're, you're, not, you're not bound to this thing. People, You're not going to just sit here as people treat you terribly. Why? Because they're holding something against you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm free. I'm free to the limits of this world. You're not moved by what you see. You're only moved by, by what God said. You're only moved by God and God alone. And, and life is much simpler when your only goal is to glorify God and to live the grace life. Colossians 3, I want to add something to, to the text this morning. Colossians chapter 3, I'm going to read to you verses 1 through 4 from the NIV and the easy to read, and then I'm going to give you a few things and I'm done. So Colossians chapter 3, listen to this. I needed to add this to all the stuff, all the scriptures that we already looked at today. I'm adding this. Galatians 3, 1 through 4. The Bible says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on the things that are above, where Jesus is. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. So set your mind on the things that are above, not earthly things. For you died. Look at me. Say, Put this in the chat. Say, I died. Paul said, you died when your life, and your life is now hidden in Christ, in God. So when, when Christ, who is your life, he is your life. When he appears, then you will also appear with him in his glory. The easy to read version says, you were raised from death already. I'm already, I've done all the dying I'm going to do. I'm dead in Christ. I'm, and you were raised from death with Christ. So now live for what is in heaven, where Christ is at the right hand of God. Think only about the things that are up there, not about the things that are in the earth. For your old self has already died. Your new self is alive with Christ in God. Yes, Christ is now your life. Say, Jesus is my life. Christ, and when he comes again, you will share in the glory. So as born again believers, as I close, a few quick things. The Bible teaches us to set our mind. I've told you this a million times. Like you set a thermostat. Let me set my mind, click, 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 on the heaven setting. You set your mind on the things that are above. You set your mind on the things of heaven. You People in this world say, oh, he, he's so heavenly minded. He's no earthly good. No, let me tell you something. You will never be earthly good until you're heavenly minded. I, I got to set my mind on the things that are above. Paul is contrasting the things of this world with the things of heaven. Paul is contrasting. Paul is saying, you live in the earth, but my mind is set to heaven. Paul is saying, there's this world and the way the world does things, and there's heaven and the way that heaven does things. And you can no longer see things from an earthly point of view. Because when you see things from an earthly point of view, you're going to live like this world. You're going to see things like the people see it down here in this world. And this is not in my notes, but I'm not afraid. I'm not like, you know, when this came up in my heart this morning, that I needed to say this when I got to this point. It was like, well, once again, I'm not moved by people. I don't care about people's opinions. Let me just say this. If you set your mind on the things that are above, if you're dead to this world and this world is dead to you, if you're alive to Christ and you only think what the Holy Spirit thinks, abortion would not be an issue. Abortion, abortion would not even be a discussion. If, if you're setting your mind on the things that are above 
and not on the things of this world, you wouldn't come to me with all these earthly arguments. At the end of the day, life comes from God. Life is in the blood. And we don't, we don't have the right to take life. And so at, when you look at things from God's point of view, you're not yet. People down here may want to have arguments or whatever. At the end of the day, set your mind on the things that are above. God's best is rooted and grounded, not within the limits of this world, but you got to be dead to this world and this world has to be dead to you. And so, so when you are dead to this world and this world is dead to you and you stop looking at things from an earthly point of view, then God will, God will open up something. God will show you something. And you're like, oh my God, how is this going to happen? You know how it's going to happen? You're dead to this world. Why? Because when now I'm alive to Christ and the things of God, I'm not focusing on how this world would do it. I'm like, okay, God, you have millions of ways to get this done. And so I'm open to you. You can make it happen however you want to make it happen. Listen, and then as I close, let me explain. Please don't tell me, okay, well, Rick, if, if I'm dead to this world and this world is dead to me, that means that I don't have to worry about stuff down here in this world. So, so, so you have a nice house, <laughs> like you, you drive nice vehicles, you guys do nice things. Why are you doing that? That's from this world. No, stop. Now you're trying to twist the scriptures. At the end of the day, God wants to affect with effects and influence the people of this world and the systems of this world. So as I close, let me explain. Being dead to this world and this world being dead to you doesn't mean that you don't function in this world. It doesn't mean that you say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live my life focused on dying and going to heaven someday. No, it means that you are so dead to the limits of this world and God is, is your life and you're so focused on him that you're not living with this mentality, I'm going to die and go to heaven someday. You're living with this mentality. I am dead to this world, so I'm bringing heaven to the earth every day. My job is to bring heaven to the earth every day. I know I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I know I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I know I'm called according to God's plan and purpose and work for my life. And so I'm dead to this world. I'm, I'm living only for God. And, and so as I'm living for God, he raises me up to affect with effects and influence the people of this world and the systems of this world. And so I, I am bringing heaven to the earth every day. Heaven on earth is my mentality because my mind is set, click, 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 to the things that are above. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to seal the deal, speak this over your life, lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I was crucified with your son, Jesus. Jesus the Christ is my Lord. His death was my death. His life is now my life. I am dead to this world. This world is dead to me. I am not a man pleaser. I am a God pleaser. I seek to please you, Father, every day in every way. I say what you tell me to say. I go where you lead me to go. And I do what you tell me to do when I get there. I walk with you and you walk with me. As a result, you bless the work of my hands. You favor me with men. You give me divine success. And when all eyes are on me for what I have done, I am quick to deflect that glory right back to you. I let everyone everywhere know that I am not a self-made man. I am a God-made man. I am who I am by your grace and for your glory. I live to glorify you, Father. And living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith 
in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button for my notes. You get my notes for free. Don't you want the notes? Todaysword.org, there's a big red subscribe button. Click on it, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Do me a favor, two things. If this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.